Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Last Shabbat, the Russian military launched a missile into Ukraine that was a direct hit on an apartment building in Dnipro. And this one attack, which was not on a military installation or some type of strategic target, but on a building filled with innocent, normal civilians going about their everyday lives, killed at least 40 people. 40 lives lost. So many dreams, loves, hope for a better future, all cut far too short. And it was one of the deadliest attacks on civilians away from the front lines since the beginning of this nearly year-long war. And yet it is one attack after so many others like it. Senseless, grotesque violence, attack after attack in pursuit of political goals, and Putin completely indifferent to the suffering that he's inflicting on ordinary, everyday people time and time again. Not one ounce of compassion for the lives that he is so senselessly cutting down. And this week in our Torah portion, We read the Torah's archetypical story, its cautionary tale about callous indifference in the face of suffering. After 400 years of slavery in Egypt, generation after generation of Israelites who yearned to be free, Moses finally confronts Pharaoh and demands that he let my people go. And we all know the story from the Passover Seder. When Pharaoh refuses, God turns the waters of the Nile into blood. And then all of a sudden, the Egyptians have no water to drink. And in the face of his people dying of thirst, Pharaoh hardens his heart. He ignores the suffering not only of the Israelites, but of his own people. And time and time again, plague after plague, frogs overtaking the entire land of Egypt, lice and insects covering and incessantly biting all the people and all the crops, a severe pestilence of livestock, destroying the Egyptians' remaining sources of food, on and on, and each time we read that in response to the ever-increasing suffering of his own people, Pharaoh hardened his heart, too stubborn or too callous or too comfortable to care. But after the first five plagues in which Pharaoh hardened his own heart, the Torah says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart That for the next five plagues, God did not give Pharaoh the chance, the opportunity, the choice to change course. Of course, this revelation, excuse me, this revocation of free will 
has been the source of rabbinic debate for centuries because human free will is a core tenant of Jewish belief. But I must admit, I'm saving that debate for another sermon. I'd like to share tonight the perspective not of a rabbi, but of a noted Jewish psychologist, Eric Fromm. Commenting on this story, Fromm says that the hardening of Pharaoh's heart in the last five plagues was not supernatural, but instead was a natural psychological consequence stemming from Pharaoh's previous callousness. Fromm writes, quote, what the biblical text stresses here is one of the most fundamental laws of human behavior. Every evil act tends to harden a man's heart, that is, to deaden it. And every good act tends to soften it, to make it more alive. The more man's heart hardens, the less freedom does he have to change, the more he is determined already by previous action. But there comes a point of no return when a man's heart has become so hardened and so deadened that he has lost the possibility of freedom when he is forced to go on and on until the unavoidable end, end quote. And of course, this is true not just for leaders of empires, for despots, ancient or contemporary. It is true for us ordinary people too. There is much suffering in this world, in our lives. We Memphians who live in the poorest big city in America, where literally 15 or 20 minutes from where we sit right now is dilapidation and hunger, fit for biblical times or fit for war, not for the most prosperous country that this world has ever known. Too many people in our city are in need of warm homes, of nourishment, of education, and too often, and I must admit, myself included, we harden our hearts to their pain. We pass a homeless person on the street, we hear of someone who has suffered a loss or received a diagnosis, and we just don't take the time to help. Or maybe more than that, we don't open ourselves to seeing the depth of their pain. It's easier just to turn away, to rest in the comfort of our own lives, to shut out the suffering of others. But as Eric Fromm teaches, while path dependence does tend to constrain us, just one act in the other direction can get us back on the right course. After a few times of shutting out the suffering of others, he claims we stop hearing it all together. But just one act of being there for someone else, of doing a real mitzvah, that will lead to another. In the words of the ancient rabbi Ben Azai from Pirkei Avot, Judaism's earliest ethical text, mitzvah goreret mitzvah ve'avera goreret avera, doing one deed leads to another, while one bad deed leads to more bad deeds. 
And yet, as we talk about every Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, our Jewish tradition insists that no matter the path we are on now, we have the power to reverse course. No matter how calcified and stiff our hearts have become, one act of compassion, and they begin to soften. Rabbi Josh Feigelson, he's the head of the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. He contrasts Pharaoh, who becomes ever more oppressive even as he is punished, with Judaism's, one of Judaism's most lauded leaders, King Solomon. King Solomon, known in our tradition for being compassionate and fair, the king who merited building the first temple in Jerusalem, the first permanent dwelling place for God, for holiness on earth. Why did Solomon merit this honor? Rabbi Feigelson writes, as a young boy who just assumed the throne, Solomon asks for a lev shomea, a listening heart. Solomon seeks a heart that is open, not closed, loving, not hating, listening, not shutting out the world. In this, he is the polar opposite of Pharaoh. So this Shabbat, this Shabbat, let us pray for wisdom and for true power to be more like Solomon and less like Pharaoh. May we pray for the strength to grow in compassion and to soften our hearts a little bit each day. And may we pray for our world leaders to turn their hearts of stone into hearts of hearing and healing. May it be God's will.